Sarah Dutcher, how the hell are you? Man, I am good. I'm so excited to be here. Like, this is the coolest room. <laughs> You're cool. Like, here we go. You're cool, <laughs> dude. You are cool. Um, I, like, had an... I was getting an idea for who you were even before I met you because uh -huh. I was like, you kept popping up in my You Might Know. Oh, okay. And I, being a man, I'm <laughs> hesitant to just add any girl yeah. because, you know, you know what it's like to just like, oh, there's this creeper comic trying to add me and like, I hadn't even met you. So I added you, and then the first time I saw you, I think, was that, uh, is that Danny D's mic yeah. and I came over and I was like, hey, I just added like, Right. Yeah, the Blarney Stone. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, I think um, on Instagram or Twitter, like if someone I don't know follows me, I'm like whatever. And then if it's someone I have like mutuals with, like okay, we follow the same people, I'm like oh, like this feels normal. Like I might even like add them back. Like I think I I added you back, especially like okay, we know like thirty people, exactly. like we're gonna meet. Yeah. But it is weird. Like on Facebook, I think I get a lot more bots. Yeah. So like here's someone you have like one friend in common with they live in like a place i can't pronounce like a place that might be made up and they're like can <laughs> yeah. we follow you i'm like no yeah you know what cracks me up uh as a guy is uh i'll get the the bots that are girls right? uh -huh. oh yeah and i'll be like who is this and it'll be like you have like like a low number of friends in common yeah because right? like they just started botting like the night yeah. before right and I'll always click, and it's always like the same five guys that will automatically. <laughs> like, like, so, like, I want to, like, dude, quit adding these girls. There needs to be like I, a class in high school now. Yeah, it's the same five guys that always accept them. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, let me, we're going to jump right into it because uh, I'm a little bit jealous. In your Instagram story this morning, that you actually remembered the joke. Oh. <laughs> Go for it. Okay, so yeah, last night as I, I was falling, like the whole like, I'm not really falling asleep, but I was falling asleep. I thought of a joke. I'm like, I'm falling asleep, so I'll remember to write this down later. Um, I fell asleep this morning. It was still in my head. Um, it's not actually, I don't know if it's funny. Like, right, right. I don't know if it's funny or not. <laughs> uh, it's like, oh, I, I have a boyfriend, but I don't talk about him a lot because things are going so well. There's nothing funny yet, which is like yeah. <laughs> that's a good sign. Yeah. Like come back to me in like nine months when like the honeymoon period is over. And I'll be like, like, babe, you gotta stop putting cream cheese on everything. We are not that white. <laughs> I, I was dating a girl once and she was like, uh, so is this what it's gonna be? Like you're just gonna like try your new jokes out on me every night? And I'm like, no, eventually they'll be about you. <laughs> Eventually, the jokes will be about you. Yeah. <laughs> when you start acting crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I do that every night. It seems like um, I'll, I'll, yeah, I get high right before I go to bed every mm -hmm. night because it helps me sleep. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and I'll be laying there and I'll get an idea and then I'll build on the idea. I'm like, oh, this is hilarious. I'll, I should get up now. I'll remember it. In the, <laughs> and I never fucking remember it in the morning ever. So when uh when you posted that story this morning that you actually remembered the joke from the night before I was like oh she's already winning <laughs> she is already winning man it's a uh, it's so nice to chat with you man um how, how are you doing transitioning from uh let's see this seems like you love summer yes. and summer loves you because you get the greatest tan oh i know i went outside for the first time in so long yesterday like i went on a i went on like my normal hike i was like my but I hadn't like gone hiking in a couple months since so, like my feet have like blisters and like like I look at like I look at across like my beach blanket and like why am I so much paler than I was last <laughs> time? Um no actually I, you know we mentioned I'm mean, like that white girl pumpkin like a little bit of pumpkin spice mode. Um, so do you love the fall more than you love summer? No. Um I it's still bright enough and it's still warm enough, I'm okay. Uh, I love like fall aesthetic and everything, and I love the flavors. But I, you know, I miss like the really ripe nectarines and peaches and cherries mm. in summer. Yeah, um, yeah, you miss that stuff that goes along with summer. Cause like, okay, cause like summer eating is like kind of some good stuff. Cause like, yeah, yeah. You know, and like fall eating is like, oh, like 
pies and stews. It's like kind of heavier, right? Yeah. Well, it's stuff that keeps you warm, I guess. Mm -hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. Did Did you grow up out here? Are you Are you a Sacramentan? Um, kind of. I lived in my family lived in Modesto until I was twelve, and okay. then we moved up to Shingle Springs, which is like Sacramento area quotes, but it's like way up in the hills outside of um before you get to Placerville. Okay. Um. So now, actually, I live really close to you. Okay. Uh, but uh, I've been like, as an adult, I've been coming further and further down the hill. I'm, like trying to get. <laughs> trying to make it into. Into like, Sacramento. Yeah. I officially now have a Sacramento address. Um, okay. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very excited about this. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, there's not a lot to do in the hills, like El Dorado County. Like, it's gorgeous, but like, I feel like to retire. Yeah. When you live out there, it's like, I'm going into town today. Anybody want to go with me? Exactly. Like, going to Folsom, like, going to Costco is, like, your day. Yeah. Like, uh, my last job, I worked at a pharmacy in Folsom. Mm-hmm. And, like, we'd, we'd have people from, like, Camino and Placerville and, like, even, like, Shingle Springs. Be like, oh, yeah, like, I'm already going to Costco on Thursday, so I can come in and pick up my medication then. Yeah, exactly. Or, like, you <sighs> do the whole, hey, I'm going into town. You want to go? Or do you need anything? <laughs> Like, like, do you need a buddy? Yeah, you went into town, you didn't tell me? Uh, mm-hmm. That's the kind of place I grew up in, where, like, went into town, yeah. Because you grew up outside of Fresno? I grew up in Bakersfield, Bakersfield, but I actually grew up in a small town outside of Bakersfield. Uh-huh. So, like, like I grew up in a, in a town, like, I grew up in Lamont, uh-huh. and we it was, like, you know, three stoplights, you know, yeah. a grocery store, and, uh, you know, but if you needed, you know, we went to Walmart or Costco. Yeah. Or, Kmart, like that's what we did. Like we we drove up, oh, we yeah. would drive into town, but yeah, I I love this time of year more. I mean, I love the summer, but dude, it gets so freaking hot. Yeah. It's like, and it's not getting any warmer. Like every no. summer is like, <laughs> every summer is like an added week of miserable. Like that's that's what it feels like to me. I know. I love the heat. Like I like I thrive in it. Um, you know, part of why I like hiking is like. You get out of the water and you lay on a warm rock like a lizard. It's really nice. That's uh, a French shirt. Yes. I was like, you know, at first I thought it was a Led Zeppelin shirt. <laughs> and then I was like, I was like. Wait, that's Rachel Green. Yeah. <laughs> are you, all right. So do you love Friends or you just bought the shirt? Yes. No, I love Friends. Okay. Um, I know it's kind of like popular, but like, oh, like Friends didn't age well. In a lot of ways that's it didn't That's what I was going to ask well. you. And I admit, like, Ross is, like, creepy and controlling and, like, Chandler, I feel like they, like, Chandler's homophobic, but they talk about that, like, it's not like, oh, they let it slide, it's, he's working on his issues. Anyways, my friend has a housewarming party later, and it's friends, same, this entire group of friends, like, in real life friends, like, we're, we all collectively are obsessed with the show. Uh Uh-huh. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've seen it all the way through. How many seasons was Friends? Ten. Do you think it needed to be 10 seasons? Where would you have cut it off at? I think they should have had the full story arc that they did, but it should have been like, it could have been eight or nine. Um, Honestly, but I love, I love the last season. It's so- <laughs> And do you, do you go in and out of like who your favorite character is? Like, do you, like, is there like, like, are yeah. you, are you at point like, like growing up, like, when you were younger, were you like, Rachel's my favorite, but then you like, you reach the point in your life, you're like, I don't know, I think I'm more Phoebe, or like, did that, does that, is that happening with you? I think so, not like who's my favorite, but who I relate to the most. Okay. Because everyone, like, everyone told me growing up, like, when the show was airing, that like, oh, because I'm really high strung, like, you're, you're a bit of a Monica, or like, I had, during seasons six and seven, I had that Rachel haircut <laughs> at the same time. I didn't have the Rachel. Uh-huh. Um, so everyone's like, oh, you look just like Rachel. Um, but no, the people who know me best, if they watch Friends, they're like, you are Phoebe. There's not a single thing Phoebe Buffet says that they wouldn't hear me saying. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like a lot of people don't realize how weird I am and how like I can't write jokes high because it's like, <laughs> I'm going to just be Phoebe Buffet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So it's so overall, it comes back to Phoebe. It all comes back to Phoebe. Okay. And so, what about the guys? Which one of those guys would you have? uh, Which one of those guys would you would you have married? Which one of them would you have dated? Um, I love Joey. Joey's actually he's the best friend. He's the one who's like he's ride or die. He's sweet. He's supportive. 
like you know he's loose but he's like he always seems to be kind of like honest with the woman he's sleeping with too so i'm like i respect that okay all right and he's a sweetie pie uh-huh and he'll make me lasagna <laughs> right and chandler nah chandler i i mean yeah he's cute he's funny but i feel like we're both like the insecure anxious person <laughs> oh, okay okay so there's nobody grounded in that relationship yeah. like you guys never go out it's just like stay in yeah <laughs> And you said Ross is kind of creepy. Ross is kind of creepy. I mean, I like that he's a paleontologist. Uh-huh. Like, what girl doesn't want that? But <laughs> let's let's talk about your nerdiness. <laughs> <laughs> what did you? Are you still going to school? Are you done with school? What did you study in school? Um, I took a really long time to go to school. Actually, um, I went part time. I was working full time most of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I only graduated December twenty nineteen. Oh, nice! Right before the pandemic, graduated Congrats. right on time. <laughs> uh-huh from where uh sac state okay um and your degree is in uh history with a minor of latin american studies wow i was actually the first student at sac state because they just introduced that minor so mm-hmm. that's the first one They're like this white girl took latin american <laughs> yeah studies. yeah um but i love it like it's i, uh, I like history because it's like this is how you learn about people and connect to people and why does the world work the way it does uh-huh. Um, and in California, I felt like, okay, who are the people I'm interacting with? Like, what's also, I learned a lot about California history. Okay. Because, like, obviously, like Mexican history. Yeah. I was, I was gonna, I was gonna <laughs> ask, did, did growing up in California influence your, your minor in Latin America? Yeah. Cause like, I, I want to learn more about like where I am and who I am and, and who are these people around me? Exactly. And yeah. history that, cause like, I feel like in public, like in middle school and high school, it's like, let's talk about English history uh-huh. and English history and English history. Yeah, like, definitely. Right. I'm like, okay, this is so freaking boring and like, whatever. Um, but yeah. So I wanted to learn something new and something relevant. Uh-huh. And it's given me like incredible, like one thing I've noticed is when you learn about like politics or history outside of your own culture about revolutions in south america kind of helped me understand like like oh i understand what being conservative or being liberal or being like actually socialist is in a different text um that i can look at like american politics right like in in american politics when when we when we mention socialism or or communism like it's it's right away said in a negative connotation right but like when we like look around at what ideally what is socialism mm-hmm. or what is communism you're like it's not that bad an idea yeah right? like what the goal is or like we talk about liberals being like the left-wing party here where it's like we look at the definition of liberal and what it means everywhere else and like what it has meant everywhere it's that's actually like not left-wing at all and so we just use it's like giving con like oh i, I actually understand like why things aren't working because we don't know how to use words correctly and like we think we have these great goals that we don't <laughs> right right okay and what do you what do you do with that do you want to teach do you want to write what do you what do you want to do um i was actually going to um like apply to grad school okay um but this that last semester this semester like i was supposed to be applying this semester i got divorced oh. <laughs> like let's do one thing at a time uh-huh um i wanted to go to grad school for public history mm-hmm. so that's history in a non-academic setting so it'd be like working in museum i really like oral history like okay. talking to people and like understanding their personal history or like their understanding uh-huh. of like cultural history all right do you think you're gonna go back and do that or that's <sighs> that'd be like oh in 10 years like, okay when i have the money young. and time yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a shame how expensive education is yeah. Like, um, I don't know. It's not like that everywhere else, right? No, it's not. And like, I feel so the idea of like, you have to go to school because I knew like, where is that money going to come from? Mm-hmm. And like, no one really talked to me about scholarships or student loans. And so it's like, what's your option? Your option is to work and to pay your, like pay as you go through a community college. Uh-huh. Where did you go to high school? out? out in single springs uh-huh. yeah, Ponderosa. was it a small school um we had the school's largest class ever with like 500 students okay but so it was like 
because it pulled in from like a lot of areas. Mm -hmm. um, I think there was like 1600 students there. Okay, okay. That's not that's not huge. No, at all. it's not like it wasn't teeny, but it wasn't huge. Uh huh. Um, and um, I forgot where I was going with that. What did, oh yeah, I was, we were talking about high school. Yeah. Well, what did you do? What did you, did you do any extracurricular stuff in high school? Um, only a little bit, um, because <laughs> I rode the bus to and from school and like, you can't really do it after school activities if you need to ride the bus. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I was always like too shy to ask people like, can I get a ride home? Uh -huh. Um, like that was just like, I just was like very insecure about saying like, I need you to give me a ride somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I just. What, really what did try. you want to do? Um, I wanted to do uh, nerdiness, academic decathlon. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I joined the drama club for a few weeks before I was too worried about the car thing. Actually, I did do choir for a little bit. Nice. I liked that one. Were you an alto? Yes. Yeah. Uh, alto or second surprise. Oh, okay. If, the, if they had the part for it. Okay. I always guess it right. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always guess it right. I'm kind of proud of that. Hell yeah. Um, you got married super young. If mm -hmm. I'm like doing the math, mm -hmm. like you got married like like twenty twenty one. Uh, eighteen. Eighteen. Almost nineteen. Like the year I was turning nineteen, but uh -huh. I was eighteen. Okay. Yeah. Kind of young. <laughs> kind of young. Yeah. Were you and were you like uh, I'm not too young. We know what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Blah blah blah. All that that goes along with. Yeah, like my entire family was like really upset about it because. Uh -huh he was actually good friends with their family and so i was like hey like see you like him and they're like not for marrying a 15 year old uh -huh. <laughs> like in um in his in our defense and i talk to people now they're like yes you were very mature for your age but also like knowing what was going on in my head and like comparing how my brain how i thought then versus how i think now like yeah as an actual adult <laughs> with like life experiences I'm like i was not ready do you think that because like do you think that the marriage lasted longer than it needed to because in your head you were like no we're gonna make this work like we we were right but like in actuality you're like oh man i should have bailed out like three years in it's it's tricky because like we got along okay like we we can still hang out like i like i might even see him later today at my friend's party and like it's fine and like we have a lot in common but i feel like we we like each other and we were in love but we didn't like love each other yeah i get it well yeah like, and then you grow up and you become a different person yeah. than you are especially at 18 like you you I, don't stay that person for very long i feel like i've always been the same but i haven't been able to express it the way i need to and mm -hmm. like that was part of the problem was like i didn't know how to express like i'm unhappy or like i want to talk about this or, like honestly i'm kind of resentful of x y or z like i was like too scared to communicate that and like my priority was trying to protect his feelings instead of trying to protect our relationship and work on the relationship you know and it i talked to a lot a lot of my friends who are divorced mm -hmm. and like that like that last thing that you said where like my priority was taking care of, of their feelings or making sure that they were okay versus like what why do you think do you think that's something you've studied yeah. history like yeah. is that something that's like instilled like that that the that the 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 female or the you know the, the mm -hmm. girl of the relationship is to is to protect the 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 male's ego I mean I think that's it's a lot of it I can look at it for myself personally why I was like that and there is also like the sociology i guess behind it um, yeah yeah that's like what, that's i'm a, gonna, yeah. i'm a woman i'm the nurturer i'm a caretaker um we already had established patterns of like not being good at hard conversations mm -hmm. um i didn't know how to break those patterns and like it i didn't want to hurt his feelings like Wow. You know, like you need to hurt people's feelings for the better sometimes right yeah like we need to break this yeah that's yeah that's a tough lesson to learn. It is. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah. it's like even in more like casual relationships I've had since I'm like trying to be like a lot more straightforward with like from the beginning. right? Yeah. From the beginning of like, I'm not in a good mood right now. Like this not on you, but like, if you tried to talk to me, I'm good. It's going to be about you. 
<laughs> I love it. I love it. That's so honest. That's so honest and raw and brutal. <laughs> That's great. That's great. And what what led you to comedy? What what made you say I want to? Was it was it like so, like how long was that seed in there? Like how long was it brewing before you're like I got to do something? Well, it's hard to pinpoint exactly because like my ex and I actually tried an open mic. Um, like together like six years ago or something um and we actually did it at luna's cafe oh wow and i think um shahara yeah um i think she was there i remember distinctly she was there uh-huh. she has a distinct laugh yeah yeah and, oh my god i i remember liking her set i don't really remember anyone else because it was six years ago uh-huh. um i i haven't touched any of the jokes from back then mm-hmm. um but we did it once for some reason, never tried it again. And then um, over the pandemic, because after I grad, I had wanted to get a Twitter account for a while while I was going through school. I'm like, no, like nothing else to distract yourself. And so that was my graduation gift to myself. I was like, I'll get a Twitter. Look at you. And then <laughs> I got into um, a, like a like a group chat that was like all comedians. Um, and they had like virtual open mics and like were very encouraging of me to, um, this is during the pandemic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then like, I've always liked to write. That's actually part of why I like history. It's all reading and writing. Mm -hmm. This is fun. Um, and I grew up growing up Mormon, you know, you're public speaking from age four. Yeah. And so, oh, you okay? That was the dog. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and so the between like growing up public and disassoci- disassociating on stage of like i don't really get nervous and so i'm like well and now like it's my you know i'm not married and i'm on my own and i'm not going to school and i've recently gotten a new job I'm like everything feels brand new so it's like why not try it if it's something i've been you know, watching i grew up watching seinfeld actually my ex was the first person to ever show me stand up like on youtube uh-huh. like at 18 and obsessed with it like watching it trying to figure out why things are funny i've been keeping a joke journal for years wow like why not actually try it uh-huh. <laughs> that's great and so so then you did the open mic six years ago but one time mm-hmm. then during the pandemic you start you start your insta twitter mm-hmm. and you start doing some virtual stuff so then now where they ended and you jump right in what was the first open mic after the pandemic? Uh, so like live in person, like there's people here. Yeah. yeah. I went to Laughs Unlimited because that was the only one advertised online. Mm. Um, like there's no other open mics in the yeah. area. You guys hear that? That was the only one advertised online. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, I know there needs to be like a page for, I don't know. I'm not gonna make suggestions because they're like, Sarah, why don't you do it? I'm like, no, I exactly, hate HTML. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna do your website. I can, but I won't. Yeah. Um, I love you, but I won't. That was I love you to all the comics here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh but I went there, I got added to the Facebook group, and then I did um Steve's Pizza in Davis. Oh yeah, that's the, the uh, David, David Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Yeah. yeah, I love that kid. <laughs> that one is so like it's really just other comics. Uh huh. And so it was weird because but like the virtual open mics, yeah, those are just other comics, but these are like my friends, like uh-huh. people I know, like are like actually helping me write the jokes, and so like switching to like you can just push her down yeah. or like just yeah, it's okay, <laughs> yeah. Um. Also, because I have jokes like, oh, like I'm trying trying to tell men about the pressure to be a cool girl or like also making white people jokes, like making those jokes in front of the audience that doesn't know you. I've noticed I have to set it up that if I'm making white people jokes, it's going to be like making fun of myself, not like, ooh, cringe, like maybe racist. Maybe it is racist. I hope not. Such a a fine line, right? And that's how you find out is like when somebody comes up to you afterwards, like, hey, you know that don't. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I mean, I haven't had that, but I feel like I need to like, for unless an audience already knows me, I need to set it up that like, this is going to be making fun of myself, first uh-huh. and foremost. Yeah. It's like, you can be comfortable. I'm not like trying to make the audience uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, so that was, I, that was something I noticed right away. And, so, so do you write? Um, not every day. I kind of. 
I might like think about changes to my jokes. Day. Okay. Um, I need actually. I want to write every day though. Do you read every day? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, huh? Yeah. <laughs> then, um, are you uh, are you like a, a tablet reader or do you like books? I like books. Um, I will read a couple books on my iPad. Um, and like it works, but I I really prefer having like the physical page. Mm-hmm. Um, it just helps me keep track of it better and then i'm less distracted and like the tactile part of it uh-huh and do you just have like stacks and stacks and stacks of books or do you donate them or get rid of them or what do you do um i recently got rid of like 25 or 30 books um i have like a full bookshelf and then like a couple shelves on my entertainment center for books uh-huh. it's tricky because i kept um as a history major you don't have like a traditional textbook like if you think of um like a history textbook you'd have in high school yeah i had like three or four of those but then you mostly are reading um like a historian published a book all about this one topic and so like i'd be assigned 20 of those books every semester uh-huh. and i kept all of those but they're all like weird sizes and so like i like my bookshelves look really weird yeah uh, yeah because i'm trying to make it all fit uh-huh all right um and so what's what's comedy uh how good has comedy been to you since uh the pandemic ended and like you're going open mics you're <laughs> doing shows like how good has it been to you oh my god i comedy has been so good um this is a such a great scene i love sacramento it's great isn't it yeah yeah like we like i joke like oh sacramento like why would you move here but like we have a killer comedy scene yeah um Everyone is so supportive. Um, there's so many opportunities to get up on stage. Um, like, and there's more to... like every day. Yes. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to like Wednesday and Thursday nights. It's like okay, like which mic am I going going to? Like, unless I'm going to be on a show because like there's so many great people who have shows like and who go to open mics and will like seek people out and they want to help new comedians. Mm-hmm. Um, like I've talked to people uh, in other cities where it's like, yeah, like there's like three shows, three local shows, and they only want to book their friends, yeah. but they don't want to make new friends. Uh huh. Um, yeah, it's a, it's, it's, it's like a little bit like the whole like they only want to book their friends. There's like a little tiny bit of that here, but yeah. there's so many people yeah. doing that that it's easy to just like, oh, well, I'm cool that I didn't get that show because I got this show. Yeah. Right? I'll just do this show or I'll create my own show. Like mm-hmm. there's, like you said, the scene is so big that like when those little things kind of do happen, it's like, it's it's easy to not get upset about it because like you said, there's so many of those opportunities here, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Luna's is starting with the Sunday open mic tomorrow. Oh. Um, yeah, they're gonna have a Sunday open mic. Um, uh the way they used to do it were like mm. three at a time or like they'd pull put your name in, in the, the in the bucket yeah then they, they pull three names and then, yeah they're doing that and then what love horrors is what the second wednesday mm. of every month at luna's i still haven't been to that one you have right no i haven't it's oh yeah i've been to their open mic yeah wednesdays are it's funny how like it's if i'm getting booked it's gonna be on a wednesday <laughs> <laughs> like tuesday or wednesday it seems like um but I, yeah, I do really want to go. Like, I love Luna's as a venue. I mean, I love the people running Love Horrors. And we did the we did the show. Um, that was really fun. The Queens of the Neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah, I, I tried getting a guest spot on it, and uh, they, just, <laughs> they shot me down. I was like, but I'm a queen. And they're like, okay, you are, but. <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I tried to play that angle and they they weren't, well, Emily wasn't having it. Maybe I should have gone to Morgan or, or Alicia, but uh, <laughs> uh, Emily shot me down uh, as for a guest spot on uh, Queens of the Neighborhood. But mm-hmm. I was like, man, that's such a great lineup. That was such a great lineup. Oh my God. I was cracking up the whole time. Yeah. Oh. Do, you, do you feel that like those shows, okay, because like, you know, women in comedy, of course, the whole stigma has been there the whole time. Right? We, won't, we won't dwell on that. But do you feel that like, because like i don't know like when you're with your group of friends like it's like you're a little bit louder you're a little bit more confident so do you feel that like on those shows where it's just like it's it's all women that mm-hmm. there's more camaraderie there's more like you you feel you know do you know what i'm saying yeah i i don't even know if that's specifically like a woman in comedy thing i think it might just be like a women thing 
Uh Um, I know there's a stereotype of like, ooh, like women being catty and like mean girls and like jealous. But like in my experience, like women, like we just want to lift each other up. Like (laughs) we know that like, okay, like we have to support each other. um, Even if it's like someone you've never met before, like you just instantly like are kind of watching each other's backs. Mm -hmm. Um, And so in contrast, we have these shared interests. We're getting to know each other. I feel like that's um really apparent um not to say like men in comedy haven't been supportive where they don't care or like if i'm on a show like hanging out with men beforehand that like it's a bad time but it's i don't know it lacks like that shared understanding i guess right right i don't know if men have that shared easy camaraderie Um, i don't know i think like we've had it our whole lives mm -hmm. like the boys you know the guys you know i don't know i don't know um, but I I have like this whole new group of friends um, because I, I think very similar to you, like when I was, I finished school really late. Mm-hmm. So when I finished school, that's when I was like, okay, now I'm going to go ahead and try doing comedy. Yeah. And so uh, that's where I really met like all my friends. It's so, I mean, I love what, what comedy has, has given me as well. It's, it's, it's been great, you know? Um, almost asked something that's a question in here uh i always every every time i do a podcast is like afterwards like the like the next day i'm like damn why didn't i ask that why didn't i ask this but are you do you about the holidays are you do you you decorate or do you are you yeah um like for halloween you know i watch all like the spooky movies like some legitimately scary some like hocus pocus i carve a pumpkin um I usually host Thanksgiving for my family because um, okay. I like to cook. Um, and if I'm hosting, I'd be like, no drama, you guys. Like, no reason to go down that path of conversation. Oh my God. I once, the first year I ever hosted <laughs> for Thanksgiving, because my mom is still Mormon and my um, two of my sisters aren't either, uh-huh. like me. Um, I leave the room for like two minutes and I come back. And they're yelling about abortion. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I, I turned around, I walked right back out of the room. I'm like, I don't need this. Uh-huh. Um, I love Christmas. I love, like, I like the baking and the meat. I get so sentimental with the music. I am such a sap. Um, and the decor, like, I get a tree every year and, like, I spend a whole night decorating it. So you already found a spot in your apartment of where you're going to put the Christmas tree? Oh, I've been worrying about that. Like, <laughs> Girl, why are you bringing this up? <laughs> like, this is what I'm so stressed about. Like, two, like, I lived in my last apartment for two years. I had a good spot for the tree. And, like, once I moved everything into my new place, I'm like, God damn it. Like, I don't know where the tree is going to go. I I think I can push everything to a corner and have the tree kind of stick out in a weird way. But, like, I can't not have a tree. Like, the smell, the lights, and, like, uh Okay, you you said two things that I think are really important, and I, and I just want to remind you about them right now. You said, one, you said that you love to bake uh-huh. during the holidays, uh-huh. and then before that, you said you live really close to me. So, oh, no, it's actually a thing, so like, my family. Like, I'm going to get some treats. You're getting some treats, absolutely. Okay, okay. and That's, I work from home, yes. so I'm always here. So it's not going to be like, well, you're never home, or like, yeah. I don't know, no. I'm always here. No, I love, um, it's like, I love making too many cookies and then like dropping them off at friends' houses. Like that's something my, my growing up, we would do that like for our neighbors and our family friends. Um, mm-hmm. and so like, I try to have like a day every year. Oh that. my gosh. Okay. I'm excited. You're getting you snickerdoodles. You're getting you peanut butter cookies. Getting everything. You're getting the fudge crackle, crinkle cookies. All of it. All of it all of it yeah yeah i mean sugar cookies are fun for the shapes but like i need to find a better recipe because i use the betty betty crocker you know we make fun like oh betty crocker generic whatever her cookie recipes are on point except for sugar cookies they have like no flavor so i need to find a different one um <laughs> let's talk about something really quick that we both love um trader joe's trader joe's <laughs> <laughs> i now live 30 seconds from a Trader Joe's. I am living my best life. <laughs> Which Trader Joe's? Is it the one on... Uh, on the one on Fulton? On Marconi? Yeah. That's my Trader Joe's. How That's... have we not seen each oh other? Oh, my God. 
I saw Parker there the other day. Really? I, I booked him for the podcast. Oh my god. <laughs> so I can keep my eye out for other comics there. Yeah, I saw Parker there the other day. And uh it's funny, he's like, Were you just like were you just like waiting for me to ask me? I was like, Yeah, I just come to Trader Joe's every day, like hoping to see you. I, I go at least twice a week. Oh, oh I go gosh. almost once a I'm going after this. <laughs> I, I don't like going on the weekends because no. it's it's crowded, mm-hmm. but I go I go during the day. I go I go during my lunch break um mm-hmm. a lot and I'll buy um like I go probably three times a week easily. Yeah. yeah. Easily. Sometimes I don't even need anything. I I'll just go. Yeah. I love going like when like I'm like completely out of food. I'm like, okay, I need everything. So it means if I see something, I'm like, oh, I need that because I don't have it. So, uh-huh. <laughs> Like whatever I see, I'm like, I need that. I need that. Do you? Uh, oh, their biscotti, you, their pumpkin biscotti. Oh my gosh, get their pumpkin biscotti. Really? Because I'm not a biscotti fan. Uh huh. Oh my gosh, it's just basically a pumpkin shortbread cookie. Yeah, yeah. I try to stay away from that stuff. I mean, because like, what? Okay, I live alone, right? Yeah. So who else is gonna eat that shit? Yeah, <laughs> just me. Like, luckily, yeah. with biscotti. It's not like an addictive one because uh-huh. like. It's okay. So I'll, crunchy. I'll check it out. You gotta find the fine line. That's something I want to eat, but not addictive. Like, don't buy their donkers. Oh yeah, no, that's why. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I used to take those to the office because it was a lot easier to like share them at the office. But now <laughs> it's like, no, I will, I will eat them all. Yeah. No. The first, the first few times I got those, uh, living with my ex, still, it's like years ago. Like we're ha- like we we're sitting down watching Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> remember like throughout the movie like he was eating them i look over i'm like hey just so i know how many did you just have he's like like 15. oh my gosh (laughs) he like just casually eating 15 cookies uh uh, a friend of mine's coming to visit uh uh, later on today so i have some cinnamon rolls that i'm gonna make i'm gonna make some cinnamon rolls uh, tonight or tomorrow. I'm going to the storytelling graduation show tonight. <gasps> oh, Are you going to that? I'm cool. sure you can still get on the guest list. Yeah, okay. I want to go to that. I've been... Yeah. Uh, Ashley Monique. Um, Ashley Monique. Ashley Monique. That's all. The, yeah. You need. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I can see more of Ashley Monique. I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she's in it. I can't remember. Uh, um, Raul Gonzo mm. is on it again. Uh, Suba Sharma yeah. is on it. Um, and I can't remember who. Um, yeah, I can't think of anybody else right now. But we're going to that tonight. Uh, but yeah, a friend of mine's coming. So um, I'm making chili beans uh, later today. And uh, I got those and uh, coffee. And so we're just going to have a great old time. Okay. Yeah. I'll I also make you some cinnamon rolls. Because... Oh, <laughs> sure. Not a problem. <laughs> um, do you follow the Trader Joe's list on Instagram? Um, I think I do, but... I like the algorithm hasn't shown me in a while. Oh, uh, what's what? So are you more Twitter than Instagram? What what do you do? Um, so, you know, I post too much to Instagram stories. No, you post just <laughs> enough. You... I, I love Instagram for their explore option. I'm into the uh, gay literary memes. That's uh-huh. a niche that I'm all about. They're hilarious. Um, and then for posting of stories and like following like real life people I know, mm-hmm. um, Twitter, like I got into like such a cool group of people on there. Uh-huh. Um, like I feel like that's like really helped me be a better writer is seeing because like tweeting it's like just a tag. How can you have the whole like setup premise that's true, tag? Because huh? it's like the one sixty characters. Yeah. That, yeah. And so when I first got into Twitter, like I was coming out of history and like, oh, I like was doing a lot of like political stuff. And actually I had a few cool historical organizations follow me. And now it's embarrassing that like, I know that they sometimes they'll still see (laughs) my dumb little comedy tweet. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I guess I'm not going to work for them if I ever get my PhD. (laughs) You They got to see that you're real, man. Yeah. All right, Sarah, are you ready for five easy questions? Yes. This is a, a new segment to the podcast. And uh, I added it because, like, I wanted just to, to have something, I don't know, that that occurred in every podcast. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. like the same thing kind of occur in every podcast and uh they're kind of some of them are fun some of them are silly some of them i don't know yeah. let's see where we go with this question number one sarah what are you afraid of oof um well a funny but true one is killer whales okay um you watch those animal documentaries on like how they like torture their prey basically before they kill them it's not really torture it's like let's practice hunting on this animal that we've already caught so we know it can't escape we're just gonna like make it live in extreme pain for a few hours and then we'll eat it and guess where they live guess where a lot of that is filmed where the monterey bay really yes they're in like a blue planet because bbc documentaries always show like the making of at the end you could see crows landing in the background. Wow. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> well, <laughs> That's to, where I swim. <laughs> to me, the ocean in itself is fucking scary. Oh, yeah. Conceptually, like, even yesterday, I went to, I was swimming at the American River, like, where the Fols- American River turns into Folsom Lake. Okay. And I'm like, I'm out in the middle of the river. I'm like, this is nice. And I remember the rumor that, like, giant catfish live there. So, I'm like, Nope, I just immediately <laughs> swam back to shore. <laughs> We're not getting eaten by catfish today. Man, you are afraid. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, cat! Oh, don't ever watch River Monsters. That show will mess you up. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, Sarah, what inspires you? I thought about this one the most, actually, because I was trying to think of like. You know, it, it could actually be like what or who, like who yeah. or what, like because like it could be like the sunrise or like you know what I'm saying. Like for me, I interpret it as who, mm-hmm. um, and so it really came down to uh, my niece. Oh, uh, you totally just lit up right now. <laughs> you did. She's my favorite person. I love her so much, and like in my head, I think of like all the Dutcher girls have had like uniquely unique challenges. I'm like she's the one I want her to have the best life possible I want to do anything I could to like help her be happy and help her already have the confidence and avoid a lot of problems that my sisters and I have gone through and she's so funny she's so freaking funny and not just like for an eight-year-old but like every time I hang out with her I'm like really cracking um and is this your first niece nephew yes or do you have a bunch and like you don't like the others (laughs) Because um, I have a bunch, and there's a couple. I'm like, I don't know what's what's this one's name. <laughs> um, she she's the oldest, but only by the, a few months. Because okay. I have um, two nephews. Uh-huh. One is the same age, and one's a year younger. Um, but I really got to know my niece more first. Okay. And she lives closer, so I see her more often. And um, yes, yeah, like really just getting to hang out with her and see how cool of a person she is and it is exciting to see them and to think about like oh my gosh like i'm giving you all the knowledge Mm -hmm. oh my gosh you really want to like have a kid immediately like pay attention and like really like zone in on you like sophie can i tell you a secret like something i didn't figure out until i was an adult Uh uh-huh and they're like secret adult knowledge let's go and then he's like give her like a small piece of advice and like you could tell like she, she'll really think about it and really try to understand it and really try to take um make that part of herself it's it's really cool that's great and you know what i love is that last week um nicole annette like mm-hmm. her is was her little sister oh yeah so yeah. that's really great that's great all right awesome <sighs> What are you binging right now? It doesn't have to be a TV show. Mm-hmm. It could be a podcast. It could be a series of books. What are you obsessed with and you can't wait to get to the next one? Uh, yeah, I haven't been watching as much TV because I cannot stop reading this is a nerdy thing, a book series called The Wheel of Time. Tell me about it. There are 14 books. What book are you on? Six. Okay, go. Um, when did you start? I started, okay, these books take me forever to read because usually I could go, like, go through like a 500 page book in like two or three days if I'm really like spending that much time on it. Uh-huh. But these are like 800 page books that are taking me like a month because like, oh, I'm a fantasy author. I'm like taking forever to say everything. And like, it's so interesting, but like, but this book, he finally, like his, his writing is getting better and better. 
like the first book, I'm like, this is interesting. I can tell it's going to go somewhere I like, but like, it's not there yet. But then he's like, using all these literary techniques and like making the story more interesting. Amazon Prime is actually releasing it as a TV show in a couple of months. Mm. Um, but I'm afraid they're going to leave out because the book is like all these like 20 year olds. Like, oh, we're all like, there's also, I'm, I don't read romance novels, but I like fantasy with a lot of sexual tension. Okay. Who doesn't? <laughs> Hell yeah. The witch, like, hooking up with whatever. Like, let's go. <laughs> because it's going to be a series on Netflix or, or Amazon Prime, is that giving you, like, a sense of urgency to finish? I'm Also, my friend's daughter started reading it, too. I'm like, I've got to finish it before the daughter does. <laughs> I cannot let this kid outpace me. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's it's also like one of the most feminist books I've ever read. Great. Um, which makes it so much easier because there's a stereotype of like in fantasy and really in sci-fi that it's like, let's talk about their boobs and the women aren't real characters and they're just kind of there. Yeah. But this book, like there's like no patriarchy in it at all and it's incredible and it makes it so much better to read. That's awesome. All right. Great. Um, what have you been meaning to get to? <laughs> I mean, uh, I still need to update my address with everyone after I moved. Um, I have like 15 unread messages on Instagram. Um, so I'm like, oh, unless it's like scheduling something or pressing or like my three closest friends. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's really hard for me to respond on time. Um, also, I have like, Tim, for how I format, how I write my jokes, I need to do the final stage of formatting it on Google Docs and I, that will make it like, so they'll tighten it all up so much better and like, it'll be easier to edit. And it's just like, Sarah, do it. Like, just do it. Like. <laughs> You got a lot of stuff for me to get to. I'm a mess. <laughs> You're fine. Um, last question. What are you looking forward to? Ooh. Um, I'm looking for, I have a show at Laughs Unlimited coming up. I'm really excited about. Okay. I haven't done a show there yet. Um, when is that? October 6th. Okay. Oh, that is coming up. That's coming up. What's that? That's like Wednesday? Yes. Okay. Tuesday? Wednesday. Okay, Wednesday. Um, I'm really excited about that. Um and then yeah, I'm excited for I'm excited to carve a pumpkin, honestly. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I love doing that uh every year. And yeah. Two things on like front of my mind. Awesome. Hey, real quick, I uh, I I I love asking you guys this because all three of you guys have been on telenovela. Ashley, mm -hmm. Nicole, and you. How much did you love telenovelas improv? Oh my god, <laughs> I've never seen improv in that format too. So it makes it so much funnier. Like that you have like the added element of the voiceover, and I'm just like perfect for the concept <laughs> and watching like the. I don't improvers the co comedians seeing them react to each other it's so funny oh my god <laughs> thank you so much like, uh, i hope format. you can come to our next show our next show is uh november 9th okay. and uh our comics are uh ruby setnik and miriam musabi okay yeah. yeah i don't think i've seen them before I really oh a couple, yeah. couple of my favorites yeah my favorites i'm really looking forward to that Sarah, did we talk about everything you wanted to talk about? Do you have anything you want to just get off your chest? Or do you want to ask me anything? Do you want to oh. ask the dog anything? Oh um, my God. I could take a sip of my coffee to give you time to think. That's How'd you like the coffee? The coffee is so good. I'm, I am a bit of a um, coffee snob. Um, so am I. Yeah. That's, uh, what's, your, what's your favorite coffee, actually? Oh, so this is a seasonal mm -hmm. one right mm -hmm. here. So when I saw that they brought it back, I have like four bags of it nice. right now. Um, but I'll 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 always play it safe with the medium roast. Mm -hmm. I won't go too dark uh, because I, I like to I like to uh, sweeten it up a little bit with some creamer. Mm -hmm. So um, I I'll stick with the medium roast um, when I want to spoil myself. 
Like when I really want to enjoy my cup of coffee and I'm like, okay, at my two o'clock break or like, or I bought something sweet, I'll do a French press. I'll do a French press and I will just have like one cup of coffee and like that donut or like that. That's uh, there's a, a Mexican panaderia like right around the corner. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I love going there because like a lot of times what I, I'll convince myself that like, okay, it's fresh and it's not processed. So Mm -hmm. it's not as bad. No, it's nicer on your body. Yeah, Oh, yeah. yeah. So, because I'm not, you're not taking it out of a plastic or out of a box. So, Like, you know when it was made. they got made that morning, Yeah. you know? So, um, and, and it's no good tomorrow. So, you know, it's like there's nothing in there but the sweetness, the, the freshness. So, I'll go get a piece of sweet bread sometimes. And uh, I think it's going to happen tonight. Well, because my friend's coming to visit. So, I'm going to spoil her for two or three days. Mm hmm Uh, Yeah. she's a She's a postal worker. So, they've been getting their asses kicked. Yeah. So, um, yeah, um, I like a good cup of coffee, a medium roast is what I'll go with. Uh, I'm kind of obsessed with Dutch Brothers right now, Yeah. but at Dutch Brothers, I just, I'll just get like an iced Americano. That's, I... I've only had Dutch Bros a couple, a few times, because I'm not really into like too sweet of drinks. Mm hmm I'm um, just like naturally. And also one time I got the norovirus after a um, Thai iced coffee. Oh, wow. And so my brain is like sweet coffee. Like remember that time you threw up for three hours? <laughs> Sorry for saying that on your podcast. No, that's okay. That's all right. <laughs> um, You're speaking the truth, man. It happened. I know <laughs> it was insane. Um, But where is it going? Oh, and so I, yeah, I mostly do black coffee unless I'm doing a protein drink. Um, and I haven't found a good black coffee I like from Dutch Bros yet, but I should, I, I like a good Americano, so I should try their Americano. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. You can do that. All right, Sarah, thanks for coming on the podcast. I had a great time chatting with you this morning. I was looking forward Yeah, to this one me for too. weeks because Oh we my booked gosh. this weeks ago. So um, Yeah. <laughs> I hated waiting for so long. And um, uh, good luck to you. I'll tag I'll tag all your social stuff in here. Fantastic. So don't worry about I It always cracks me up like when they say it like in podcasts. I'm like, no one's going to remember that. Just tag them and put it in the I know. in the stuff. But thank you, Sarah. You're the best. You're the best. Oh, my God.